Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Raw after SummerSlam, this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan, joined by Raj Geary, here to talk about everything that happened tonight. Retribution made a surprise appearance at the end. Keith Lee is on the main roster. Suck it, Labar. Uh, We saw the more in the Raw underground. Uh, Sasha, she getting punked out? What's up with this two nights in a row? Looking kind of weak in those finishes. A lot happened tonight. It was an epilogue to last night's pay-per-view. Matt Morgan, uh, did you catch any of SummerSlam last night? I did end up seeing it very late, but yes, I did. So what do you make of that, man? I mean, Sasha losing twice, I'm okay capping out two nights in a row? I am because I'm, I'm, I'm always Team Oscar. I'm hoping they finally do her right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She needs to be, like, these were great matches. Let's just be clear. Sasha didn't do a job. Sasha wrestled two incredibly back-to-back my opinion, damn near five-star matches. Wow. Those, those matches were awesome. They I were. thought tonight was a little all over the place, but I thought last night was really good. I mean, I, I did think the lot. Thunderdome, it is a big improvement for Ross. Oh, Thunderdome's the best. I love Thunderdome. I love the fans' faces out there. Yeah. My wife yeah. thought it was weird, and I go, look, it looks like there's fans out there, though. This Look, this works better. And they're, t- they're tweaking the sound. The sound sounded so much better than the first night that they did it. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a much livelier show. There was a lot uh, There's a lot of stuff that was pretty good on the show. I thought the Keith Lee stuff, which we'll get into, um, I don't know what, what they're doing with him. Um, well, we'll see. But overall, I mean, I thought it was, a, that was pretty, pretty, pretty entertaining. Do you remember South Park and then the music <laughs> for, was it Damien? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Do you remember, like, the music? It kind of, that's what Keith Lee's old music sounds like. Baskin is glory. That's what, like, the Damien music on South Park sounded like. His new yes. one just sounded like generic, like, you know, you're, you're given free music when you're doing a dark match, like that kind of. Totally. 100%. And that's what I don't understand. Again, Vince, you have a branded talent. He's already over. Has a brand. We know who he is, what he's about, what his motivations are. You don't have to change anything. Stop. Please. 
I think Vince wants to put his stench on him, though. You know what I mean? It's like, I think that's why the most successful NXT call-ups are guys that never got super over in NXT or weren't there long enough, like Drew, to where they could come up and be something, you know, really discover themselves on the main roster. I think every time you have a superstar in NXT who's over in NXT, Vince gets a hold of him and he's like, oh, that was minor league. Now I got to show him how the big guys do it, you know? I could... I could tell you all the people that Vince thinks he made. AJ Styles, when he got brought over to the Rock, uh, to WWE, it wasn't until he started talking to AJ Styles about being his quote-unquote pit bull. He mm. wanted to wrestle like a pit bull. AJ Styles? What? That makes no <laughs> sense. But AJ played the game, gave him what he wanted, and we finally got our AJ that we all love. Right. Not the one Vince thought he was branding. He tried to do the same thing with Taz, if you remember. Mm. Um they usually at least give you an opportunity to be that 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 former brand, and then he tries to mess with you about like two to three months in, like Drew. Drew all of a sudden became this killer. Remember the killer instinct of Drew McIntyre? That right. was Vince thinking like, ha ha ha, credit for that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and then they changed his outfit. Like it looked like he was wearing a skirt out there. Uh, the way his shorts were. Um. And then his shirt, I don't know, it just, it just, maybe I'll get used to it, I don't know. Those shorts have got, he's got to change those, but, uh, eh, it, it was What did good. he wear? Now I don't remember. They were like these short shorts, like, uh, almost like gym shorts, but it looked like a skirt with the way it was kind of together. I mean, in the past. Oh, uh, just, he just wore like, uh, green trunks. Hmm. Okay. Justin Lopez with a $10 super chat. Let me start it off with the elephant in the room. Keith Lee, WTF Vince. Can't tell me that's not blatant sabotage. They changed his music to some generic sounding track and they put him in a skirt. Um, it was not flattering what he was wearing tonight. It reminded me uh, like with the shininess. It's, it, was like, it was like Vince said, oh, remember what they did with Missy Elliott when they put her in the hefty bag? We need to go along those lines. That'll sell a big person. Hey. Yeah, I mean, if they came up with something, I don't mind change if it's better, but uh, this wasn't better. No, it, sorry. No, this was not better. This was rotten. And I, I it, like, if you're, how do you not think that this is just straight sabotage? How do you not look at it any other way? It, it felt, it felt, uh, I mean, the music sucked, his gear looked bad, and they, and, you know, this wasn't a big deal, but he shaved his beard. It didn't look as tough, in my opinion, but. Uh, they just changed everything about him tonight. This is where Vince has got to stop. Ugh, he just has to stop. Yeah. Well, and we'll talk about his promo when we get to it, but Elizabeth Fox 499 said, didn't like the change to Keith, although I love that I get to spend my birthday watching tonight. Well, happy birthday, Elizabeth, and thank yeah. you for the super chat and the love. Happy birthday, Liz. We're on a first-name basis. <laughs> Uh, Dustin Eck, $5. Weird how pay-per-view was just yesterday and now again next week. So tonight had the rare distinction of being the uh, night after a pay-per-view and the go-home show for right. payback on Raw. Yes. Oh, my night is killing me. Sorry. Yeah, the post-show and the go-home show. Yeah. Um, it's very strange. It is strange, but it is kind of interesting because they, they threw all the big matches at, you know, at once. So... It'll be interesting to see if there's more interest in it than usual, than for a usual B-show. We're going to have to get that same tag team match that was interfered in the main event. It's going to I mean, that's got to be on payback, right? Dominic and Ray versus uh, Seth and Murphy. Yes. I would think so. 
They and they did the stereo six one nines. I was yeah. so happy tonight. I was waiting for that. I was glad they pulled that off. That looked really cool. So let's uh, go segment by segment. Talk about the show. Opening from the Thunderdome, the first Raw from the Thunderdome, Drew McIntyre welcomed everyone, talked about beating Randy Orton last night at SummerSlam, and uh, Drew challenged him to step up again so he can claymore his head off this time. And then when he was exiting the ring, the music had started up. Uh, Randy attacked him on the stage, sent him to the LED board, threw him into gorilla position. Um, I believe they were backstage a little bit, uh, fighting, and... Um, yeah, it was uh, Orton kicking him in the head when he was down. Twice. Yeah. Two punts. So what does that mean for him? Well, with what the, we saw later. Yeah, yeah. It keeps the feud going. Apparently two punts no longer sends you to the hospital. Like Shawn Michaels, uh, after he got up right away after one punt, I think. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I, I got to say again, with the Thunderdome, Drew coming out, the flames coming from the... The, the crowd, it looked, I thought it just looked awesome. I thought the sound, they had it uh, down almost pat. Uh, it sounded good. It looked good. It looked the closest to uh, the old setting that, would, you know, that yes. we've had since, since the pandemic. Your contacts okay, man? Yeah, my left eye. Look how bad that looks. It oh. kills. It's on fire. Sorry. Is guys. it like lost in there? No, it's just on fire on my inner lid. But okay. If you need away. to go get some saline, if you need to... Cool it off. I understand. I've been there. Uh, Nightmare Knee. $5 super chat at this point. Vince's changes just pissed me off. Uh, it's the discrepancy, right? It's the problem with NXT. It's And it's unfortunate because you fall in love with these characters in NXT. They go in the main roster. They get ruined. It's a very uh, terrible cycle where you don't want to see talent move rosters. No, I yeah. none of us want to see... Um... Oh, God. Guys, I'm Adam just getting Cole? old. No, he—he's one I'm worried about, but I'm much more worried about um, no, the, the, the Clark. Oh, oh, Velveteen well. Dream. Velveteen Dream. Much more worried about him. So we saw, uh, of course, clips from last night. They uh, hyped Keith Lee again. Uh, of course, he lost the NXT Championship to Karrion Cross to take over thirty on Saturday night. Uh, Nia Jax was backstage. She was talking to Shayna. Uh, so Nia is not suspended anymore and uh, forming an impromptu uh, tag team. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, then we went to Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. Nia interfering, causing a DQ. So Shayna technically got the win. Um, but are you excited for this pairing, Matt, of uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler against Bailey and yeah. Sasha for the tag team titles? I am. I think they're going to be a very good tag team, actually. They're going to be mean as hell. So, yeah. I, I do think I hated that backstage segment that they did where uh, that was cool. Yeah. Shayna called Nia Haystacks Calhoun and Nia called her the Adams family because you could tell that the writers really feel that way and uh, you know they're making fun of their looks and their weight and it just I just feel like with WWE they're trying to do Haystacks all this Calhoun nobody even knows the hell that is like right. passed away in eighty nine yeah this era has no clue yeah so this was meant to pop Vince and company I was stupid. Yeah, I just feel like it should be beyond having to make some, you know, fun of someone's yes. appearance. Thank you. Matt, I'm getting uncomfortable. I, I, I can't look at Matt's video. I'm getting <laughs> uncomfortable when <laughs> Matt touches eyes. All right, guys, I'll be back. I apologize. Yeah. Right. You know, they have specialized YouTube channels for that. 
you know, we could do that in ASMR videos. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, Matt will be back. We'll just we'll get that blank chair there. Um, oh, let's talk about this tonight. Okay, I want to preface this. Uh, Louis Thirteen saying some goof put Benoit on the Thunderdome scrum tonight. Look, when I said the other night, let's have some good natured tomfoolery and have fun with uh, being in the Thunderdome audience. This isn't what I meant. Yeah, I meant Mario. perhaps there was a Mario yes, in there. Dress yeah. up in a top hat and a monocle. Uh, cosplay as Macho Man. Hold up a sign that says, Hi, Wrestling Inc. Podcast Crew. But the Benoit thing, come on. Like, not cool. Not cool. The poor editor that's going to have to go in and. Yeah, let's take I mean, it was really hard to see. Like, it, it spread on the internet, but it, it was hard to see watching on TV. Yes. Good natured tomfoolery. Not, uh, not this. Uh, we have a couple questions from matt we will save for when he gets back shante shasko 499 wwe should book a ko sammy angle like they have a sasha bailey leading to a match of mania they're so undervalued i mean i think ko and sammy were the the prototype for what sasha and bailey are doing now to a large degree i think they're beating bailey and sasha too much i mean they've, they've been it's not it's nothing special right now to beat bailey or sasha and I, i'd like to see them get both of those women on a roll before they eventually uh, meet up because that is the biggest women's match that they have right now. Treat them both like something special. Make it mean something to, for one of them to lose. And I hate that WWE does that so much where they're just beating people all the time. They're not doing it with Drew. He's the one guy that they've protected and the Fiend to an extent outside of him, you know, losing well, the Goldberg. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, start protecting these women so it, it, it just adds that much more to a feud. When you're watching a big UFC feud, you really don't care if they've all lost, you know, 70% of their matches. Um, you know, and wrestling is a scripted sport. Give them some wins. Get them on a roll. Yes, that is uh, not what they're doing. I think um, it's interesting, though, right? I mean, we complain a lot about how when they have people that are too protected. I think that in this case, it's it's um, maybe it should be a little more 50-50. I feel like Bailey loses a lot except when it counts right you know and then with sasha i don't know we'll talk about this later i know matt liked the match last night and tonight i think sasha didn't look good tapping out twice in a row and tonight i don't understand why she was distracted by saving bailey from Shayna baszler that made no sense it's like pay attention to your own match um so real quick matthew hold oh. saying seth rollins got to matt's eye uh, Ryan Barry saying off topic, but it should be Bro Roman versus Braun at payback instead of this three way. It's too soon for Br Bray to lose, especially the Fiend. I don't think he's going to lose. I think uh, you can have Bray beat Braun this way, and then you go to uh, you know Bray and Roman at the next pay per view. <coughs> I don't know, man. With Roman, they're really going to have to make it interesting if he gets the win. I think. Um... Yeah, I, I just think Roman just stopped feeling forced finally to have him return and then win the championship would feel very forced. Yeah, so uh, M. Brian F. saying, why just go after the Mysterios tonight? Every other week, Ret Retribution's agenda has been to attack yes, everyone and destroy everything in the building. Yeah, that's... The continuity is not always the strongest. Jackson Callens on... Jackson everybody talk. It's to make everybody talk and think that's, that's part of it. Yeah, Jackson Callens on Twitter floated that theory. I mean, I feel like that's their uh, last resort. If they can't get anyone famous mm -hmm. or good to be the leader of Retribution, I'll just make it the Monday Night Messiah. Mm -hmm. 
Bobby Burns saying Matt selling the eye better than Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> Rhonda Slice saying good luck in Florida. Sign you on paint it. Paint it Trump. I'm not sure. Oh, paint the Trump. Uh, uh, Bryce Russo, Buck99. Matt, what superstar's music gave you goosebumps? When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Nice. Ultimate Warrior back in the day, too. Yes, no question. Warrior for sure. Yeah. You know what? Warrior maybe, maybe more at his peak versus my Hogan and his peak, honestly. It was awesome. Yeah. Tina Miller, $5. Matt's favorite here, LOL. <laughs> they already messing with my guy, Keith Lee. We'll be talking like an idiot in three weeks. That promo tonight was not good. And, Raj, I'm glad you said something about it because I thought it was just me that uh, did not care for that style tonight. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. This guy is fully ready to go. Fully packaged. Just shut up and steal credit for it, Vince. Yes. So uh, this was some continuity tonight. Alistair Black was sitting in a dark room backstage, and Kevin Owens knocked on his door to come and get him for the KO show. Uh, Alistair coming out still suffering from the effects of the eye injury he suffered at the hands of Murphy and Seth. And um, Owens uh, asking questions, talking to him, and then Black ended up attacking him. So we talked about this last night, I think, uh, saying that Black and Owens would be a good feud. Are you excited for this, Matt? Uh, yeah, it'll be good, right? The matches will be really good. Um, I hope the story's good, though. I think Alistair could make a killer heel, too. I, I do think yes. the, the obvious is, like, why isn't he mad at Seth for, for blinding him? Shouldn't that be the guy he's after first, first and then you could do the yep. heel turn? Yep. But uh, I thought he looked cool. I, th I think if they go with him, they don't beat him in two weeks and, and actually give him a, a chance. I think him and KO, yeah, we were, yeah, we were talking about that last night. I think that could be a, a good feud. I think get KO back to uh, being serious. Yeah, um, was, yeah someone's uh, pointing out that uh, uh, Buddy Barlow saying that was the best part of the show. This, that might have been uh, the highlight for me, too. Really? Was the fact that he's healed or what? Yeah, just the whole segment. I thought Aleister Black was cool, and you didn't really see it coming. Uh, usually those heel turns are so telegraphed, but you didn't see that. That's true, that's so. true. Yeah. Uh, Antoine Fair. So they were hyping this heavily tonight, and he's saying, Antoine, uh, $5 Super Chat, I don't know what I think about the three-way with Roman yet. I want to hear the promo and what happens on SmackDown. I need to hear what motivation is. I mean, yeah, I think uh, yeah. Roman coming back last night has so many questions. Um, it was frustrating tonight a little bit that we have to wait till Friday. Jewel Slinger 499 saying, was it coincidental that Roman shirts had wreck everything and leave? That's what Retribution has been doing for weeks. Hmm. I don't know. I hope, I do hope he's the leader of them, but now that he's back, it's like, no, I don't think they'd put him out there like that. If he was a leader, he would be, he'd be unmasked for sure. Yeah, and on his it. return, I would think. Yeah. I don't see it either. I wish. Getting a lot Don't of these know. super chats. Uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, Johnny Hack saying, my favorite theme was Disturbed Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that theme? I Okay, it's a great song. I just did not like the glass break and normal Austin music being taken over for that. It's a great song, mm -hmm. but not, I, I don't know. I don't like seeing guys lose their real original music that I like the most. What about uh, Undertaker and Limp Bizkit's rolling? That was cool. Uh, uh, DX is 
is the only one I've ever seen that I actually came out better with the remix with Run DMC. That was hmm. cool. That was cool. Yeah, Undertaker, his classic theme is still the best. And Stone Cold, I agree with you. The original Stone Cold theme. The Rock is one who they tweaked it a little and it still sounded better. But see, I liked his original uh, when he his most over when he was at his most over. Then when they started doing like Hollywood rock crap, that's yeah. when started messing with it too much for me. Yeah, John, that's false. But does WWE <laughs> have a plan for Retribution leader yet, or are they just going to wing it and randomly choose someone the day of the reveal? That's what <laughs> I think they're doing. I heard it's going to be John Cena's bald spot. <laughs> and someone else saying, is it true Malcolm asked for a million for Lee's music to be used? <laughs> Sat and tweeted that, or was he joking? I'm sure he was joking. Yes. Uh, and Shante, Sante Shasko, it's a tongue twister. Buck 99, Black's aura has been destroyed. Um, I thought you looked better tonight. What I even think the way... Aura? Well... I think by having him get punked so many times there at the end, but I think this gives him a fresh coat of paint by, by turning heel. And, and as long as, as long as they can stick with it and do them right. And, what, and do you mean by, what do you mean aura? Like you could see his aura, he has a green aura around his body. Like what do you mean his aura? He just projects a certain sadness. But he had that cool theme, like that loner, feel to him and then all of a sudden he's in tag matches every week and Ugh, getting gosh. beat and uh, lo losing half the time yeah. for, for seeing a phrase of jolly fellow the rest of his new eight-man tag teammates <laughs> high-fiving each other I was like, right no it's like yeah hey guys hell. no he's from hell he comes out of a coffin don't ruin that for me right. <laughs> um i even like the way he did the eye patch with the band around his uh head tonight diagonal i thought that looked cool yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, it could be good. Oh, here we go. Uh, Tammy saying his aura was destroyed when he was sitting in the dark reciting poems. NXT Black was much better. Those promos did become a self-parody by the end. Yeah. Alistair Black's when he was sitting. Oh, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, darker yeah. room. And one more about the themes. Uh, Antoine Fair saying the ministry themes. That was great. Yeah, I like Big Show and Undertaker's, believe it or not, too. Big Show? When he tag team with Undertaker. Oh, okay. When he kept, like, totally punking out Big Show all the time, like, slapping him and telling him, this is how you do it. <laughs> I was going to say The Brood. The Brood was awesome back in that time. Definitely. So we have the Fatal 4-Way for the WWE 24-7 title, R-Truth versus Akira Tozawa versus Cedric Alexander versus Shelton Benjamin. Uh, R-Truth getting the big entrance here. But Akira Tozawa, with his ninjas at ringside, picked up the win. And is the new 24-7 champ. And then uh, Shelton beat up some ninjas after the match. So the ninjas need to go away. They need to, they need to go. Well, you get the ninjas or you get retribution. You can't have both. Right. Exactly right. my point. And no offense to... What's his name? Tozawa. Tozawa. Okay. He doesn't deserve to have a freaking stable. Yeah. He should it's, not have a stable. Especially when none of them have a name. They're just like, oh, yeah. that guy. The, one of the ninjas. And, and I shouldn't, to be fair, call... Yeah. And I shouldn't call them a stable. But still. At least even in the Dark Order, they're three, four, and five. <laughs> so remember, like, uh, in G.I. Joe and the ninja movies of our childhood, they should bust out, like, the red ninja outfits or the white ninja outfits. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. like, change it up a little bit, you know? Yes. Do you remember the Ultimate Warrior Wrestling, the Super Ninja one on Saturday night's main event? No. Yeah, it was so random. He was Intercontinental Champion. 
And they're like, the opening match is the Ultimate Warrior versus the Super Ninja One. And he was managed by Mr. Fuji. Never seen him before. Never saw him again. Was he fully covered? Yeah. He had like this silver suit on over his ninja outfit. That was peak ninja time. And remember, like, Snake Eyes was so over in G.I. Joe. And then I was like, well, if you like Snake Eyes, you're going to love Storm Shadow. Like, that was, like, the big revelation. Snake Eyes, like, you. When you, when I was in second grade, if you didn't say Snake Eyes was your favorite GI Joe figure, you were you were a dork. Oh, absolutely! Still the coolest, still the coolest of all the Joes. Um, so okay, Orton cut a promo and uh, was talking about. Uh, I mean, same territory, right? You know, it talks about uh, what Drew did at SummerSlam. Um, and he was interrupted by Keith Lee making his debut. So. That Lee, yeah, it was, except for the music and except for what he was wearing. And Lee didn't talk like this in NXT, right? His cadence was very weird tonight. He's, it, he, seemed, he seemed nervous to me. I don't know. It did, this just didn't connect his promo. I, I got to go back and rewatch it again, but I told you he's too polished. And Vince is going to, like, again, mess it up when this guy is, like, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, he was talking real slow, and it wasn't like you're hanging on every word he's saying. You're just like, "Come on, man, hurry up! Let's move it. Let's move this along." Well, he so, didn't talk quickly normally to begin with, right? But it wasn't that; it was something else. He's so polished to the point where you almost think, "Is he like a Shakespearean actor?" Like, yeah. like when you listen to some of the stuff from NXT, you're like, "Wow, he is such a he's a great speaker." Like, there's yeah. good speakers, but then there's those with incredible diction. And word pronunciation, the whole nine. I know it sounds crazy, but I dissect everything like this. And he is such a great speaker um, that it's like I knew Vince couldn't resist it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Well, he doesn't talk like she looks. What is that supposed to mean? As long as he throws one of these harder than the next guy, that's all that. That's all that matters. It yeah. should not matter how you talk. Yeah, I think he's going to need to tweak his promos to adjust Does to this main roster. Wimpier? Like Raj, does that make you wimpier because like you like you're educated and you're smart? Like I don't, I never understood this with Vince. Yeah, and I had to remind him politely. You know, <laughs> graduated college, man, to Kamane, public speaking, kind of my deal. You know, not that I'm a Jerry Lawler sir or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I can speak. I'm well spoken. Shouldn't we be using that? Yeah. You know, shouldn't that be a strength? Ah, <laughs> strength, strength. <laughs> Did you ever go into a nightclub and see this beautiful, gorgeous woman? And you walk up to her, and you try your luck, and she turns, and she has this really deep voice. And again, I'm like, no. No. I know. And I look at Johnny, and I go, have you? He's like, well, everyone. I'm like, no, nobody has, Johnny. No. no. <laughs> yep. Um, so this set up a match for later in the night, Keith Lee versus... Randy Orton, this is surprising me. I put a poll on Twitter tonight, almost a thousand votes, uh, saying how people would rate it. Not only to be kind, they only gave me four options, so I put five stars to two stars. Fifty percent of respondents gave it two stars. Keith Lee's debut tonight. Uh, with the, or his match? Oh, just his debut for his debut segment. I don't think the match was necessarily a problem. I mean, I understand the the non finish to keep it going for payback, but man, like. The promo is everything. I mean, even even Tyler Breeze had an amazing promo segment when he uh, debuted on uh, WWE television. You know, so it's just uh, a little That's disappointing. A hell of a reference, but yeah. 
I, amazing sounds strong. It was really good. <laughs> but it was really good. Why is that your point of reference, though? As somebody because I was just trying to think of someone that, I mean, not Shinsuke Nakamura, where they overhyped it, or Bobby Roode, but I'm saying just your average NXT guy, they normally do, they normally give them something good. To, because that's your one chance, right? Like, because right. uh, you're going to be jobbing to Dolph Ziggler in three months or on WWE main event with, uh, you know, uh, Ricochet. Uh, but no, they normally debut you strong. So with Keith, it was a rare misstep to have a promo that was so off tonight, I think. Changes look, changes music. Yeah, <coughs> they kind of did the same with Bobby Roode, bringing him as a babyface, and it just didn't work with this character. At least he had the song in the robe. At least he had that. Yeah, he did. Uh, real quick, Steezy Preezy asking, with all the lack of tag teams, especially heel teams, they have no heel teams right now except for Garza and Andrade on Raw. Uh, but how do you all book a return of AOP? I always thought they could be a monster team. They should be a monster team. I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. I love the AOP. I hopefully they come back. But then again, they're in a crap tag division that WWE doesn't care about. Yeah, but when oh, they come maybe. back, just have them come in, destroy the Street Profits after they beat Andrade and Garza for the, the 99th time. That probably won't happen. They'll probably come in and destroy Akira Tozawa and the Ninjas. Uh, speaking of which, Justin Eck, $5 to say that he doesn't mind it. He likes the Ninjas and Tozawa. He finds them mad funny. Huh? No, he said and Tozawa, mad funny. Yes. I just want to make sure you read it right. Uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Knee saying, it's dumb to change someone's character just to feed your ego. It's not like NXT isn't on television. I agree. I agree. They're going to have a ton of feedback on this, and good. Yeah. I hope they listen to it, too. And Z Rivera, kind of to your point, Matt. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, did you have something else? No, no, I was just oh. reading what he said. No. Uh, similarities between Joe and Lee and how articulate they are. Joe sounds like a badass. Sounds like he's about to read a poem, not so intimidating. Okay, so this is what I was talking about that one week with the thing that was Tina, right? Um, uh, yes. But... I'm sorry. There's a real life factor here of the bell rings. And once you start kicking somebody's butt, why do we care that somebody's, again, not everybody has to talk like. Like Ron? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, even too, after a certain point, it's just, then then you're a prototypical big guy. You're no different. You're either yelling really loud all the time and always angry. It's like, ugh, we've seen that. Yeah. You know, what a, an educated big man, I think, is good. And I think he pulls it off perfectly because he doesn't talk about how intelligent he is. We just know he is because of how he talks. Yeah. Jewel Slinger saying, I was very underwhelmed by Keith Lee's debut and disappointed that Drew became the focal point and Keith disappeared. I agree. I think uh, Keith should have just destroyed somebody. I mean, this is where they got to speak up. Like, I, I wonder what Hunter was saying today. Like, seriously. Yeah. Hunter loves that guy. I mean, I can't imagine he didn't try to do something or say, yeah, Dad, you, hey, Pop, you got it wrong. We need to leave this guy alone. Like, something to that effect. Yeah. His uh, promo reminded me of, remember Charles Barkley, like the right guard commercials? Yes. Like, he should have <laughs> just ended it with anything else would be uncivilized. Like, it was just, it was, it was a That's different. A very, very good analogy. That's an awesome one, actually. Yeah, yeah spot on. Yeah, he sounded smart and an eloquent speaker in NXT. Tonight sounded like somebody trying to write something that sounds eloquent or smart. It didn't sound natural. Yeah, he came across like he was forgetting and and uh, stalling in his promo, as opposed to he was thinking like he does in NXT. So, 
again, maybe it's just tweaking his style. Maybe it's the way they scripted the stuff for him. But uh, it's nothing that can't be fixed. Yeah. Uh, on a kinder note, Waxaw Johnny Hacks has a quick question. 499 saying, the Andre movie, the documentary that HBO did, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, made me cry. What are your thoughts on them? You guys have seen both of those, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That made me teary-eyed. Both. They're very well done. For fictional movies, I cannot recommend it enough, and I've gotten tweets about this. That movie with Shia LaBeouf, The Peanut Butter Falcon, uh, the road movie about wrestling, Jake the Snake's in it. Highly recommend that if you're looking for a good wrestling theme movie. You can watch it with your family even. It's uh, very well done, very emotional. So uh, back to the show tonight. We uh, Matt Demi Burnett from The Bachelor was there, your favorite on-screen performer in all of WWE. Seriously, why is she still on a paycheck? Why is she? I do not get why she's there. It's not I like she's such a big name. Like I don't uh, know who, who she is. You guys had to tell me. I don't know who that is. I didn't know who she was until she showed up on Raw. But it's not like she's Gronk, where she's this mainstream celebrity, so you want to keep her around. Right. This is like four weeks in a row, just randomly <coughs> hanging out. Guess part of this Garza-Eric storyline, but good God. Yeah, so we had Angel Garza versus Montez Ford tonight. Montez Ford getting the win. Uh, he looked good in this match. We saw, I mean, this was like kind of uh, some of the greatest hits from what we saw last night, including uh, that high-flying crossbody that he did uh, to get the pin and the win. Um, and uh, what did, what's that? Montez was so good. I love watching him. I love watching him. He's a whole package for me. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, but one of the Viking Raiders was it Eric. Eric stole uh, Demi Vernet from Angel Garza with a turkey leg. Uh, here we go. These are, these are the only three tag teams they have on Raw right now, right? The Viking Raiders. Uh, I can't Profits answer and... that because nobody cares about the tag division enough to notice. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is so corny. This was so freaking corny. Like, this is when I get embarrassed. Like, if a stranger walked in and said, wow, you still watch this? It would be during that segment. <laughs> it always is. It's like they're doing a bootleg uh, Otis and Mandy gimmick. Yes. It's a total NWO Otis and uh, Mandy. Yes. But not even as good. Yeah, okay, so BWO. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Elizabeth Fox with the 499 Super Chat saying, anyone else feel like Retribution is just there and there's no story yet behind it? <laughs> <laughs> also, Matt caught me off guard calling me Liz. Not bad, though. There you go. <laughs> yes. I. That, that would be pretty hilarious, but, I mean, wouldn't it be par for the course, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I agree, Elizabeth. I don't think they have uh, they have a set plan for how to introduce these ret- retribution guys. I wouldn't be surprised if they stay in their mask the whole time. It's just a bunch of mask guys. All right. Then why? But you have the ninjas. Yeah. And you have retribution, like retribution, or, well or thought out. They're, they're hoodie ninjas essentially. It's the it's the same gimmick. Wouldn't you wouldn't you think that they would start teasing them unmasking a little bit? They, or I thought a they promo did tonight. I thought they did when they stood on the ring and the female member, the way she had her eyes exposed, looked like it was more of a character, not just anonymous. Yeah, that's how she looked before. I mean, she's been out um, there before. What do you mean by that, Glenn? What do you mean? Like if she would, it looked cool. It had that kind of Mortal Kombat face look. The way that I mean, actually, it looked kind of like she was you wearing like uh, yeah, you could see her eyes. Like it looked purposeful, not like here put a ski mask on and run out there, no one will be able to tell who you are. Like it looked a little purposeful 
Like, like uh, it was we a character. Were supposed, like we were supposed to try to figure out who she was. I thought. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, it could very well be. This is just more tomfoolery, and Did they have no not, idea what they're doing. I thought I spotted two women in this group tonight. Yes, oh, yeah, there were at least two. One that I thought was Dana Brooke for a minute. Uh, oh, that would standing. be good. I think that would be good. If she was in it. Yeah, one of the ones on the left uh, looked like them. And uh, King Kia eight six four in the chat saying Mia Yim might have been one of them. Site so that might have been the one uh, that I'm talking about where you could see her eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, they looked more polished tonight. Tonight didn't just look like random performance center recruits. Like, they had stage presence tonight. And it was good that they didn't overstay their welcome. That helped. They're two, they're two big, thick guys, too. Yeah. Yeah, and the one in the middle, was he looked kind of like Dijakovic because he was bigger. Um, he yeah, he stood looked out. big. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Black Saw Johnny Hex, nine ninety nine. Thank you, sir. Like this whole Bachelor chick. Who in the blue hell is she? And why is she there? Seriously, who's writing this, Vince Russo? Or is Vince getting off because he sees her as someone who looks like Sable? There's a lot to unpack in there, Johnny Hex. Um, I don't know. It's, it just seems so random. Like, this is just the most random celebrity integration and the longest running, I mean, they've had a lot of strange, awkward celebrity cameos, but they're normally limited to, like, one week. Right. Is she you know? dating anybody on the roster? Oh, that's a good, uh, that might be, there might be something to that. That, that could be the end. And they're just like, yeah. well, might as well use her since she's here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, to be fair, that was a TNA move when I was there, big time. Yeah. yeah. Peter Bahi asking, why did WWE <laughs> give up on the War Raiders? They were monsters in ROH and NXT. Thought they would become the next big tag team, but they become a joke now. I mean, they were getting no responses from the crowd when I they mean, were crowds. Because they changed their name 19 times. I still can't <laughs> get their name right today. Yeah. They just never really got over with the that audience. Antoine Ferrer thinks one of Retribution was Titus O'Neil. I didn't think he was that tall. Yeah, and he, his, his skin tone was uh, not as dark as, as his either, I would say. Um, whoever that guy is, he's freaking jacked, though. Yeah. Um, I want to know who it is. I want to know who the two big guys are. Oh, we're going to hear stories. There's I'm sure. The, um, the son of the Hall of Famer. God, what is his name? Uh, da, 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 da. He's he, he's a huge dude. Uh, long blonde hair, curly hair. Uh, Vader's uh, kid? Who's? Vader's No, son? no, not Vader. He's in the Performance Center. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look it up. But I'm forgetting his name. But I, I definitely, them standing on the apron made me a lot more intrigued as to who's who right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, the Iconics and Zelina Vega versus Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Ruby Riot, Bianca Belair. So this is like a mishmash of uh, storylines that's going on with Bianca and so Zelina, the Iconics the and the Riot Squad. Love, the, yeah. love just in general. Love the heel uh, set up of this. The heel three. Yeah. Trios, awesome heels. And then you had uh, uh, Bel Air in a match at least. You know, so yeah. I like this. Yeah, and the, I like the baby faces winning. And when Liv Morgan and Ruby did that coordinated uh, stereo spot against yes. the Iconics, that looks really, really good. They should do more uh, spots like that in these matches. I think it made a six woman tag stand out, didn't overstay its welcome. This was a perfect length uh, match. Yeah, and Bianca looked awesome. Which yeah. means she's probably going to be off TV the next two weeks. 
By the way, real quick, it is Cal Bloom. Yeah, thanks oh. to the Ripper, thanks to Peter Bahi. Cal Bloom, Wayne Bloom's kid. Uh, he's huge. He has the look. I mean, if he can put it together, he's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be a big. He's gonna get a big push. Thanks, Peter Bahi. Uh, so yeah. Cal um, Bloom, look him up. He's gigantic. Black saw Johnny Hex four ninety nine. What do you think if CM Punk is the leader? Yeah, waste. Well, I don't think I don't think Punk would do it. I think you uh, would want way more control uh, laugh, of this. He would, laugh, he would laugh at. Him. Yeah. Justin Lopez tweeted at me. Uh, some people on the on the interwebs think the one on the far end that I was talking about with the mask is Sonia Deville. Well, the photo's too grainy. I can't make it out, but I doubt that's the case uh, given her current situation. But who knows? Um, so Bianca, Liv, and Ruby stood tall there. Uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander were backstage having an arm wrestling contest. MVP uh, interrupted <laughs> and uh, telling uh, Cedric I should take the offer to join the Hurt Business. Walked off. Uh, we went to commercial. And then Mark Henry was in the ring to set up an arm wrestling contest. Dude, Mark Henry looks like he looks like he did in his prime. He, he looks great. Yeah. He looks super young. Like when he dyes his beard, he looks like he's aged two years since his since his heyday. <laughs> well, like really quick. Do we really think MVP would really want Cedric Alexander to join the hurt business? Like seriously. <laughs> Over Ricochet? Like he, no, either one of them. How yeah. do they fit? They're called the hurt business. What right. that tells me is badass guys that just kick the crap out of people. Not high spot people. All right. Yeah, you know? they don't... Like, do they go out to the bar afterwards? Like, hey, dude, that's a pretty sweet 450 you did tonight. No! They're supposed <laughs> to go out and have a beer, a brewski with each other, talking about kicking somebody's butt and smash mouth punching somebody. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the arm wrestling contest... You guys should have popped harder I said the word brewski, but... Hey, I was going to say, have you ever said that word sincerely? That's no. always sort of an ironic... <laughs> yeah. A brouhaha. There you go. Uh, so, I, you know, I never thought about that, Matt. Is that the origin of the term brouhaha? To have to do with laughs over beers? I Sure. I'm learning new things all the time at 44 years of age. There you go. Uh, so this arm wrestling contest. So what happened with the finish here? This I, I had a, a thing going on in my household when this was on. I saw the, the Apollo 1. But did he, like, step on Lashley's foot? He, he, he just immediately, as soon as it started, he, he got him. Oh, and gotcha. Then, uh, afterwards, Lashley tried to attack him, and then he got uh, Cedric. Uh, um, Apollo uh, got oh. the better of him. So um, that means, you know, Raj Math, Lashley's winning. He's winning the title. Huh. The title. <laughs> the title. The United States title, the only title that matters on the pre show. Might be on the pre show. Yeah. <laughs> if it keeps all up I know spring. is Bobby Lashley looked yoked at the end of Raw tonight. Yeah. Uh, more on retribution. Uh, Jonathan Clayton saying Dio Madden was one of the guys. Uh, he's he's a big dude. Ooh, that may be a decent call. Yeah, combo yeah. breaker also saying look like Dijakovic and Dio Madden in retribution. Okay, oh, I'm not opposed to those two guesses. Actually, those are good guesses, especially Dio Madden. I think. Michael the Virus has a good point that the Raw Underground bouncer should be a giant ninja. The Raw Underground bouncer should be uh, wrestling or fighting. Ninja. He was but that a giant was him. Ninja. He, yeah. Same guy. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. He should be wrestling more. He's got a. Well, he's, good look. he's green. He's super. You don't want to bring him up too quick, and then people. Yeah, but like, to like, oh, he sucks. And... Was Tiny Lister a great wrestler, or is it just you know 
No, the but size. He, but he didn't last long. That's true. <laughs> Are we talking about like Tabo Combo, whatever his name is, or no? Oh, uh, Dabo Kateo? Yeah. Combo? Every week, it just goes further and further. You yeah, guys are talking kind of, about Mount Yeah, they Mount forgot Mount. about him. Babatunde. Oh, Babatunde, there you go. Yeah, they forgot about him already. Dikembe. Uh, T. Smitty asking, why isn't Vince having Bianca work with Mickey and Natalia to get more experience against great workers? Uh, by the way, can Matt give his acceptance speech in the Thunderdome? Oh, I would love to. Oh, I would love to. Thunderdome, I love the Thunderdome. I'm a huge mark for it. Um, great question, actually. And if they yeah. were doing house shows, believe you me, that is where it would be happening. Yeah. Because Bianca looked impressive as hell tonight. I think she just has that, that star power charisma, and she looks great in the ring doing super cool stuff. So yes. she's got all the tools. Yeah, I agree. Just getting some more experience with the likes of Natalia and, and she, James. And she cuts promos better than at least 50% of the guys on the roster. At least. Yeah. Uh, we had the video package last night of Dominic losing the street fight to Seth Rollins. They talked to Charlie. Dominic admits being nervous. Ray goes on about his family. Um, and uh, Ray put his son over as uh, the future of Raw. It almost um, seemed like they were going with the Dominic heel turn. Like, you know, a lot of times when they do that, where they put over... The, the relationship's so strong that that means that they're going to be turning on you? You hope. <laughs> I know, I was hoping. But yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but that didn't happen yet. Um, so, okay, this was... What did you think of this? Lana and Natalia out there uh, saying they're, they're doing a Hall of Fame induction <laughs> for Mickey James. They go to show her highlight reel and there was nothing. Uh, Mickey comes out, uh, kicks them with the chick kick. Poor Mickey. Did Mickey really deserve that? Did she really deserve that? Mickey looks great, man. And I think that this is just her return is just wasted so far in this storyline. This to me feels like a female storyline from 10 years ago. This is like all the shit that evolution was rising above uh, (laughs) uh, with the women's evolution. Like this was silly. This meant nothing. They always give mean shit to her too. Like the Piggy James angle back in the day and just disrespectful crap that like she should not be dealing with. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I understand, yeah, Lana and tell her heels, that's one thing, but you know, like not right. giving her an entrance last week when it was her first match in over a year and just treating her like, like she was what? nothing. That you know, that's not related anything. to Lana. Yes, exactly. And that doesn't cost you anything actually WWE. Nothing. All it does is set up the person you're about to have her job to better for beating somebody even better. You thought highly enough to at least give them an entrance. Yeah. I think they'll get a real match, which will be great, I think. Uh, Natalia versus Mickey, probably on the pre show of Payback. Yeah. Probably. You know, but I think it'll be a great match. Um, if let they me, get uh, time. I, yeah, I if they get time. Quick. Uh, so after this, Raw Underground, baby, the Hurt Business shows up. Bobby wants to fight anyone, and he enters the door. In there to dominate. Uh, he's beating guys up when we come back from break. Dolph Ziggler steps up. They went at it. MVP and Sal Benjamin watch from ringside, as does Shane McMahon. Uh, Dolph's also going to face Eric from the Viking Raiders. Dolph and Ziggler, or Dolph and Lashley went at it. And uh, Ziggler gets on Lashley's back with the sleeper, but they kept fighting. Lashley ended up launching Dolph ringside uh, into a wall. And uh, MVP and Sal. 
But this whole thing was just chaos, right? This just looked like a bunch of guys slapping the hell out of each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you argue that? Yeah. As far as making Lashley look cool without ha- him having to, you know, do anything with Apollo, Apollo it's, you know, it, it worked in that aspect. I mean, I, I still don't get the point of this Raw Underground, but um, it, it, it worked in that that aspect. Yes. Uh, real quick, uh, Stephen March is truly asking, how about Emma and Tessa as women in retribution? Emma makes a lot of sense, actually. Emma would. Uh, Tessa, she was not, you know, she's not hired. I, I just think it's like Tessa, this, this angle's so goofy, I'd rather them brought in as themselves as opposed to uh, in this angle. Uh, Danny California saying, Triple H must write a tell-all book one day, just going over every NXT call-up and his feelings towards Vince as he ruins star after star. <laughs> uh, um, Peter Bahia asking, does James Burial have to do with Pritchard and Aldis? Oh I yeah, yes, that would be my guess, but you never know. Hmm. What's, so, what's the story behind that? So, Bruce Pritchard on a podcast uh, basically was saying he didn't see uh, Nick Aldis as a as a big star, as like the guy, and Aldis just kind of went off on Pritchard. You know, you're just talking about how the ratings have been lower since Pritchard came back, and to kind of worry about himself, and and yeah, so they just had a little Twitter feud and. I mean, who knows? Maybe it has nothing to do with it. Maybe it does. Oh. And then Dante, thank you for the, thank you for the super chat. So, Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, a surprisingly competitive match. This was not Keith Lee dominating or picking up a surprise victory because before it could really, really get going, uh, Drew McIntyre attacked Randy Orton, causing a disqualification. Well, Randy Orton was actually about to win. Like he had yeah. Keith Lee like set up for the punt, and uh, yeah, uh, then Drew came and drug Randy out and kind of saved Keith Lee. So again, underwhelming. He was wearing the the weird outfit, the bad music. Underwhelming, I thought. It was very very, but there. That's why I think Vince had his hands all over this. I just do. Oh, he'll get the run from Randy. Yeah, but Vince. Like hotter than Randy right now. Do I need to speak up? I see you keep messing with your ears, Raj. You need me to uh, say it louder? A little bit. Yeah. Because um, I'm hearing the feedback from your headphones. So oh, gotcha. one of yours, so I apologize. Um, I was going to say that this is Vince's fingerprints all over it. Um, thinking he's going to get a rub from Randy when it's like he doesn't need a rub from Randy. He's as over as they get. Do you think they beat Keith Lee this Sunday right off the bat against Randy? Or does Drew come out, interfere, and he will not a lose. banana peel? He will not lose. All right? He's not going to lose cleanly or, or job, I don't think. It'll be, yeah, it'll be some type of screwy finish or a non-finish. Yeah. Yeah, I think Drew interferes probably. And like Randy has Keith Lee beat, Drew interferes, and, and Keith Lee beats him. It, it would just be beyond ridiculous ridiculous to have Keith Lee lose uh, just a weekend. No, I agree. By the way, yeah, Vince McMahon turned 75 years old today. No signs of slowing down. <laughs> just got, you got to give the guy credit, right? Wish him a happy birthday. Can you think of uh, outside of politics of another single human being that has this much of an impact over this many people's lives? 
I mean, people don't stand Jeff Bezos like this. I mean, Vince is on a very, very short list of people that uh, influences millions who like obsess over his product. Yeah, it was coming up with eye extraction matches at 75 years old. Hey, you run out of ideas eventually, Raj, you know, you gotta, you gotta go some, something. Um, so backstage, Drew McIntyre kind of promo doing an interview with Charlie Caruso, putting over Keith Lee, but uh, Randy Orton attacks, drops him, uh, kicks through in the head, and then they uh, rush Orton off of him to check on Drew. So Drew was uh, back uh, in the train. Uh, Drew was backstage. Doctors uh, saying you have potential skull fracture and possible bleeding on the brain, which could be career ending. Where do you think yeah. they're going with this angle? Um, get more sympathy? I don't know. I, I don't. I think it's just your standard, just, you know, we've seen Braun Strowman get crushed in a trash compactor. You've seen people yes. in these angles where you're supposed okay. to die and they're back the next week. So I think it's just to write him off TV this week. It explains why he doesn't have a match at pay, uh, payback. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it gives him a chance to get his revenge at payback by interfering. Hmm. There you go. Uh, so lumberjack match for the Raw Women's title, <laughs> Sasha Banks versus Asuka. So you, you really like this match, Matt, with uh, yeah. Asuka tapping out Sasha. I did. My uh, critique of it is the reason Sasha lost when she was distracted by Bailey getting attacked by Shayna Baszler. Like, why does Sasha care what's going on with Bailey enough to where she's going to let Asuka sneak up from behind and uh, submit her? You know, because she's, be she's a better friend to Bailey than Bailey is to Sasha. Like, Bailey wouldn't allow that to fully distract her for a loss. Yeah, and she was waiting for that chair, right? And so she was waiting for Bailey to get that chair, so that's why she was distracted. She was trying to get it, and that's when Asuka snuck up behind mm. her and got the win. I think just beat Sasha too much and, and Bailey. They normally, yes, yes, but by the same token, at least it's Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. I never have a problem with Asuka looking strong going over anybody. I know, I just don't. They just, they just stick to it. Yeah, I just think Bailey and Sasha is your biggest women's match that you have right now. Have them both kind of on a on a on a you know on win streaks going into it. Do they as opposed to they're both losing most of their matches? Well, this is why I don't think they had long term booking for them for when Sasha won the title. Yeah, I don't think that was supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, they, they went with it. So Keith Lee was backstage talking to Charlie about Drew being taken to the hospital to undergo further testing. Um, yeah, and just cutting a promo to build up his match against Randy Orton for Saturday or Sunday at Payback. Um, then we saw uh, Raw Underground when we came back. Bobby fighting uh, with Cedric Alexander and applying the submission on him until Shane and MVP broke it up. Then Ivar ran in. Shelton Benjamin hit the platform. Eric tries to make the save, but he got beat down. Lashley had the arm submission on Ivar until the bell rang. The Hurt Business cleaned house and stood tall uh, as Raw Underground ended for the week. Uh, so here's the thing with Raw Underground. So they, oh, sorry, Matt. This is the shot that Bobby just looked ridiculous. The <laughs> yeah. shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was much better lit tonight. I feel like they've made, like, they're going to keep making changes to Raw Underground where it basically ends up looking like Raw. It looked like a bodybuilding stage, the way the lights were. 
Yeah. Where everybody they, looks more cut, bigger at the same time. I thought they did. It looked really good. They have their own Thunderdome for the. <laughs> well, it didn't move, so that does make sense, right? Because it was backstage of the Performance Center last week. This was a new location tonight. Yeah. It is a new secret location. Which is at the Amway Center. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And then the main event tonight, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. This was good. I actually enjoyed this. Yeah. Dominic, man, uh, he's he's got talent. He's he's very good in the ring. (laughs) I was telling the guys, uh, for the fans watching the show right now, or listening in, that there were things that Dominic was doing, and I'm being incredibly critical. I'm friends with Ray. I hate. I don't. I don't. I feel bad saying this, you know. But if you go back and watch Dominic, you can still see he's still young in his training, meaning he doesn't commit all the way. If you watch when he runs and jumps and does anything in the corner, where he jumps and jumps on the ropes, or does anything offensively where it takes him to run and do it, he's still unsure of himself, trying to memorize the spot that he's supposed to be doing. In his defense, they're doing a lot of spots with him. Mm-hmm. And he really hasn't blown too many yet. He blew he blew a couple tonight, but it wasn't terrible. Um, what's his name? He's so damn good he, he was in the ring with. It wasn't Seth. Um, come on. A Murphy. Seth Murphy. Yeah. Murphy covered incredibly well with he, Murphy is so good. Mm-hmm. He is so good. There was a spot where he's supposed to charge him in the corner. And, like, Dominic just, like, randomly stopped when he shot him in or something like that. And, like, Murphy somehow still got to the same spot of him missing him in the corner. And Murphy had to eat a buckle. But, like, Dominic didn't move out of the way. So he kind of, like, ran into him but kind of, like, sidestepped him but still ate a buckle anyway. It's pretty funny. Murphy's good. Murphy's very good. He is really good. And to your point, I noticed that, too. Like, Dominic can do a lot of cool moves. Uh, it's just he it doesn't look like he hurts anybody right now. He doesn't come at you with any force. When he even when he was doing the yes. arm drags to uh, Murphy, it wasn't believable that he was getting Murphy over. You could tell like Murphy was kind of throwing himself over. But he, he's still up here trying to. I, I was there too. You're still memorizing the spots and where you're going to mess him up and forget him. Right. So that oomph isn't there yet, but it's getting there. He, and he probably he's, he's he's probably don't want to hurt anyone right off the bat either. So you're probably going a little extra soft. Right. He, he's he's a uh, he's gonna be good though. He's got great size. He's young. He's athletic as hell. Yeah. Once he fills out a little, um, yeah. Um, I thought the stereo six one nines looked really good tonight. It was a good spot. Uh, it's gotta be tough, man. Thinking about the fact that his first two matches, one at SummerSlam, the next the Raw after SummerSlam, and this was live both nights. This wasn't even taped. So to pull this off live in the situation where there was no. Safety net. I mean, it's an incredibly impressive debut. Yeah, he's got that's a, a lot. Potential. That's a lot of pressure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When you debuted on SmackDown, was it still when it was taped, Matt? Yes. Yeah. So there is. I mean, there is some of a safety net. At least you know they can edit it after. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Eck, ten dollars super chat. Dominic's only twenty three years old. It's wrestlers like him that make me say, what the F am I doing with my life? I'm 25 and just an average person who works at Amazon. Hey, man, you know, uh, follow you your passion. Job, and you have a job right now, my friend. That's All a right. good deal. Yeah. Take one while you can, my friend. Uh, real quick. So the ending of that match, um, Retribution interfered before there was a, a finish. And Seth and Murphy just ran to the back and they just kicked the crap out of uh well, Seth was laughing from the stage. Right. Like, perhaps he... Uh, no. he <laughs> no. Matt just shuts it down. 
He is not part of retribution. Yeah. I hope no, like I just hope like no one I like is part of retribution. But we'll see. Uh, Johnny Hex is asking, what happened to Charlotte? Anyone know? She had some minor surgery. I actually just did an uh, an hour interview with Ric Flair this morning. So um, he talks a lot about Charlotte, but uh, yeah, he she she had some surgery done, and she hopes to be back sooner than later. Uh, sooner than later. Uh, Antoine Ferreth saying she thought that Dominic's punches needed work. They look soft. That's part of it too. Yeah, he's still getting it. Yeah. Um, Brian Barry asking what what do we think of the new Batman trailer? We'll we'll get to that later. Right too. Oh really? It's good. And then uh, Danny California saying, don't want to be that guy, but odds favor Keith Lee on Raw next month. Just stuck feuding against the Hurt Business with Cedric and Ricochet. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. But we see Vince lose faith pretty quick a lot of times with uh, with projects. So Maybe he gives them more time when they're bigger, though. Yeah. And and we saw that with Lars. Like, Lars Sullivan, he was giving him a big push before he got he injured. Was. So that was Raw tonight. It was. Retribution standing tall. I thought it was a good show. Again, I loved the um, Terror Dome. (laughs) (laughs) Terror Dome is a better name. Why didn't they steal that instead of Thunderdome? Yeah, then you don't have to worry about any trademark issues. Well, except Public Enemy. No. No, seriously, though. I, I do like the new setup. I love the fans having their faces out. I think it's cool. Yeah, I agree. I think it makes the show a lot easier to watch and a lot more lively. Yep. And like you said earlier, Raj, the fans uh, cheering and booing I thought was perfect. Perfect, actually. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so of course Glenn tried to go set up to see what it would look like to be one of those faces in the crowd. Raj did too. Yeah, yeah, we were were in the testing. The test, the, the, (laughs) the testing. It wasn't to be one of the on the actual show, but it was uh, the test run. But yes, right, continue folks, your question. One of three of us are cool. You want to take any stabs at it, fans? I'm joking. Uh, no, <laughs> it's seriousness, though. Uh, when you guys did that, was it your? Did it feel like you were literally in that seat watching from that angle? No, no. You were just watching the feed. Yeah, you, ah. it's just your face is on the the screen. Like I saw my myself in a few different seats when they did the testing, but. Uh, it's but your your point of view, you're just watching the regular screen. Because the reason I say that is because I was getting like frustrated with some of the fans when they were fighting near them. The guys just like this, like watching, <laughs> and like like they were like kicking the crap out of each other right in front of them uh, outside the ring. There, like, why aren't you going? Like, yeah, yeah, get him, get him. You know what I mean? Something. So they have a director who's trying to get the fans to like, you know energize up and they'll be like you're you know your champion is coming out let's you know you cheer for your champ or whatever so they're trying to do that they're trying to make it seem like the crowd is more going you crazy could, you could tell that they were just giving them cues to do thumbs up a couple right. times tonight because they all randomly just all started going like <laughs> uh, fans don't do thumbs up right don't cue them to do that just yeah, tell, tell them to clap and whatever yeah tell them to know? cheer or boo do either but uh yeah thumbs up <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> a stereo thumbs up but it, it it is a vast improvement they're they're you know it's, it's awesome. third show in they're tweaking it now does um aw do this no no 
AEW is going to have fans that are doing, what, 10% capacity? Yeah, then 10, then they're going to do 15. So they're selling tickets now for for the, for the Daly's place. I mean, there's plenty of space for people to be distanced, correct? Yeah. Unless you're a family, right, coming in together. Yeah. Well, they're going to have, like, what, like the pods, right? And they uh, are cr- cracking down because scalpers are trying to, uh, like, little, like, it's like little sectioned areas for groups that arrive together to sit apart from each other. And I guess what happened was scalpers bought tickets and tried to break them up and sell them separately, like the little six pack of tickets and uh, AW's cracking down on that. They want to make sure that they're limiting spread. It's going to be only people coming together, sitting next to each other. Good. I mean, don't you have to be family members to be sitting next to each other? So or friends. I mean, if you're co- roommates, maybe. Yeah. You could buy up to six tickets at a time, you know, and, we- and it's in its, in its own little area. So. Because it's like, to me, like going into a restaurant right now. If you're inside of a restaurant, if I'm in there with my wife and my son, I can sit with them at the table. Right. But yeah. generally six feet between me and that next table with that other family. Right. So that's what they're trying to do. But then these scalpers are buying those six tickets and then trying to sell those individually. So it's not uh, a family. It's like gotcha. just six randoms, you know. Uh, Tony uh, Wachowski is asking what if the ninjas are retribution. Uh, just kidding, but they look alike. Yeah. Gee, you think so? We haven't said that like 89 times. Wow, geez, salty Matt Morgan. <laughs> salty Matt here. This should get you going a little more. <laughs> Evan Wright saying, Matt Morgan joined the Dark Order yet? No. 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 <laughs> I'm I was just thinking, Matt. Uh, I mean, you've talked about your election news, I think, on this podcast. That would be a good Dark Order vignette for the internet. Like, oh, maybe maybe you're down a little bit. You know, uh, things not going your way as of late. Join the Dark Order. Oh, and I rip one of the things off there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple a couple more news items. Did you guys see the stuff with Randy Orton and uh, Roman Reigns? Hmm. No. They had a little social media. I mean, they, they were just having some good-natured ribbing. But uh, So Roman Reigns had his teeth done. His teeth are very bright. So Randy Orton was giving, some crap, giving him some crap about it. And uh, so they've been going back and forth, but yeah. Uh, Roman responded to Randy and he said, uh, So Randy first uh said, Oh, it's great seeing Roman Reigns back or something. And then had you know, the dog from Family Guy, he had a picture of the, the dog yes. showing his teeth with it sparkling. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's riveting to hear Raj and visually describe. Yeah, Brian. It was riveting to hear Raj describe a Twitter social media feud in great detail. <laughs> this is theater. Theater of the mind. And then Reigns replied, And Reigns replied, If I was you, I'd be talking about me too because no one's talking about you. Get your numbers up. So, and then Orton replied with a picture of Reigns with his new teeth uh, and uh, next to a picture of a horse smiling. So, anyway. Nothing back from Reigns? No, that was that was the end of that uh, so far. Folks, we bring you nothing but the best uh, news in wrestling business. <laughs> you can only hear it here. <laughs> Breaking news. Uh, another thing, Sonya Deville uh, and Mandy Rose, they were supposed to have a hair versus hair match. That was changed to a loser leaves WWE match. Now, the reason that was changed was because God. of the whole court thing. And so the her lawyer was saying she probably she should not be changing getting her head shaved during these legal proceedings. So she took that advice. Hmm. Um, it, so that was the only reason why it was changed. 
I'm just gonna ask a stupid question. Why? I don't know. Maybe just appearing in court is just looks unprofessional. You know, like all of a sudden you your your head is shaved. I don't know. It might look like you're. I don't know. You know how they you know how they prep. You know, clients in court, and so yeah. I think it's just to make it not seem like you're unstable, or I don't know. Oh, well then, I don't know. You know how like they'll like Vince McMahon, they had him wearing a neck brace during his trial back in, back in the day. <laughs> what a gimmick! What a gimmick! <laughs> like seriously, what a gimmick! <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, I he was, <laughs> it was uh, it was ridiculous. That is like some scru- like they're gonna make a movie about it for sure, and yeah. that's gonna be a funny scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Andy Kaufman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when will Hogan wear his bandana in there? Like, wow, this guy really dresses like this all the time. Right. <laughs> he always had the he always had the black bandana in court. What he's being serious. He was serious. <laughs> Did you guys ever, I don't know why it makes me think of this, or the Hogan thing. Do you ever uh, read the story about when Steven Seagal had to testify at a trial and the judge asked, state your occupation for a living? And Steven Seagal just goes on with like Taekwondo master, musician, environmental. He listed so much the judge finally told him like, okay, that's enough. Like shut up already. Uh, it's one of my favorite celebrity testimony stories. But yeah, I forgot about the Hogan thing. Uh, what else do we got in the news, Rush? Uh, that's about it. I'm, I'm getting some crap for my teeth being really white, but they've always been this way. I don't know what veneers. What are veneers? You don't have them. What What are they? Are they like fake teeth? Yes, but they're very nice fake teeth. No. I yeah, I like caps. Okay. Very nice. Um, very expensive. So huh. get, let's before we go rate the show, guys. One to ten. You guys go first. Rock. Seven. Okay. For this pandemic era, I'll say it's seven. Seven I'm or an giving, eight. Seven. I'm giving, giving them an eight. Yeah. I don't know. With the way they they did Keith Lee wrong, I, I, I'm taking one point off. Oof. But. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I just, but it, but, it, but it, was, it wasn't hard to sit through like a lot of the, most of the performance center shows. For do me. you know how hard some of these matches would, like, when there's usually towns I don't care about, it is extra hard yeah, to right. watch that match in an empty arena. It is right. extra hard, but with this new setup, I think it's all. I do love it. Yeah, it's really cool. So this is night four of first run wrestling. We got four more nights, but uh, because AEW Dynamite is going to be on Thursday this week, they're preempted. Wednesday we got NXT. Tuesday we got AEW Dark. Uh, Friday we got SmackDown. Saturday is a day off, and then Sunday we got Payback, another pay per view. So. Uh, wrestling who? every night <laughs> several nights t- except for Saturday. Hey, really quick, who is on who's like on payback? So payback right now it's Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. Uh let me see here. Apollo versus Bobby for the United States Championship. Apollo versus Bobby. Um and Sasha, Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, Bailey I mean, and Sasha versus um yeah, uh, Nia no, Jackson, Nia Shana. Jax. Yeah. Um because, like, one week to put together a pay-per-view is pretty crazy. Yeah. I was reading online, part of the reason they're doing this is that uh, some of it's stuff that w- what would have been on SummerSlam under their normal circumstances but allow us to have a shorter SummerSlam card. It's okay. weird, man. It's weird, but it'll be good to talk about it. I, uh, yeah, I don't hate it. It's a special show, it feels like, right? I mean, somewhat. 
I mean, say what you will, but in this Thunderdome era, I mean, last <sighs> night, I'm just looking at the podcast numbers, and it's like last night, tonight, like noticeable bump. I think this is bringing some people back. We'll see if it lasts. Raj agrees with all that super chat money. That's true. <laughs> and then, uh, so after payback on August 30th, we got the Clash of the Champions on September 27th. No pay-per-views in October. Hmm. So uh, that's the first time I remember that happening. And then you got two in November, Hell in a Cell on November 1st, Survivor Series on November 22nd, and TLC on December 20th to round out the year. So, um, but yeah, so still a lot of shows coming up. I'm, I'm not sure why they're do- not doing any in October, but there you go. Yeah. There you have it. Anything else, Raj, before we take this home? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Ric Flair interview, that drops tomorrow. We had Matt, Matt Cardona, that drops on Wednesday, oh, yeah. the former Zack Ryder. Uh, today we had um, Aiden English. We talked a lot about Rusev Day and, and where they went wrong with that. Uh, so a lot of David Arquette coming up this week, so a lot of cool stuff. We got Vampiro coming up, uh, Renee Michelle, uh, Matt Seidel. He's called Vance Dujo, by the way. But go ahead. <laughs> so a bunch of exclusive interviews coming up on wrestling and keep checking it out there you go everybody he's at bp matt morgan he's at raj Geary underscore 303 i'm at glenn rubinson and we'll catch you back here next time on the wrestling inc podcast take care enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.